This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. There was a, a long time in my life, and I, I always use the number 43 years, because it was when I was 43 that everything in my life fell apart, and that's when I got the chance to rebuild it in a way that lights my soul on fire. It was like I was living for the first 43 years. I was just living a, a watered down, depleted, half-ass, uh, fraudulent lie uh, to myself and to the world, and and I just I just kept living. I, I guess it, what I would say is I kept living in the land of should. Right, I was shooting myself to death, um, and I'm air quoting right now. I was shooting myself to death. It was just you know I, I had this concept, this idea of what of what I should be doing in the world. And who I should be, and what right was, and you know what was perfect, what what was acceptable, and what wasn't acceptable. And I I say this from a uh, from a religious perspective, from a political perspective, from a uh, from a professional perspective. Uh, you know, it was like it was like I had such a narrow view of what was acceptable and what was okay in life. Like it was very, very narrow. Like if you think about it, and, and I was just listening to a, a, an audio right before uh, I hit record, um, I was listening to an audio and it says life is a buffet. And, and like all of life, you can have anything. You can have anything you want and life is a huge buffet. And you get to try a little bit of everything in order to figure out what you like and what you don't like. And, and literally, the way I lived and I lived through my belief system, which was your belief system when you're unconscious, your belief system is, is formed somewhere between zero and 10 years old, you know, zero, seven, zero, 10 years old. And that's the worldview. And it, it almost gets like imprinted in you and, and stamped in you. And then you live the rest of the, your life. Like when you're unconscious, you live the rest of your life. Like that is the only reality. Like that is the truth. Like that's the only thing that's acceptable. And if you are, if you're ever on social media, you look at, you know, two people who oppose political views and they're telling each other what's, what's correct. And, you know, if you look at it, they both have some element of truth in there. It's just which side are you on and, and what side are you on really comes from your worldview and your beliefs and your perspectives. And that's formed, you know, when you're unconscious, it's formed when you're very young. And, and, and if, if it doesn't evolve over the course of your life, you're just living an unconscious life. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I had such a narrow view of, of what life was and what it looked like and what it was supposed to be that I, I just I kept getting more and more choked over over time. And I wasn't living for me. I was living for this ideal, this this concept of what what life was supposed to be like. And I, and I, and I want to I want to anchor that I wasn't living a life that I would enjoy, that I was excited to live. 
I lived according to the the structure and the rules and the concepts and the ideals that I had that I had been taught, that I had adopted, that I accepted as the only right way to do or be anything in this world. It's a very, very painful way to live, right? Eight billion people on the face of the planet. And we're all designed completely different. And, and no two, no two people on this planet are are designed to live the exact same life and to prefer the same things and to like the same things and to choose the same things and to get excited about the same things. No two people in this world are are designed exactly alike so that we live the same lifestyle. And if you look at some of the education system and you look at, you know, you you look at how um, how we've evolved our culture that there's a school system and, and my man, Seth Godin in the book Lynchpin, which is an awesome book, by the way, in, in the book Lynchpin, he says that, that this, the education system is, that was designed a hundred years to create factory workers. And we're still doing a great job of creating factory workers, nine to five workers that go to work and you graduate and you go to work for somebody else. We're, we're starting to have an emphasis and we're starting to to really you know in colleges we're starting to have more entrepreneurial based classes to teach you how to to create an entrepreneurial venture but the typical the norm is to teach you how to work for someone else and you're imprinted from the very from a very young age in in your it's almost like a cookie cutter approach. You know, you, you a, a little science, a little math, a little English, a little history, a little, you know, a little art sometimes. And then you put that together and then you, you know, you're, you're, everyone's measured the same and everyone is, is held to the same standard. Even though, even though Johnny is really, really good at, at, at math, he, and he sucks at English. He's, you know, he, he's going to be, punished or pushed to learn English, even though he's here to be a, a mathematician. Like, you know, it's a cookie cutter approach and you need to get everybody up to the same standards and elevations, even though little Johnny is here literally to be a mathematician. We're going to make sure we beat history into him. Like, even though he has no interest in history, he couldn't give two rats asses about history. He didn't, he, he doesn't, he's, he, it doesn't excite them, but we're going to make them sit at a desk. We're going to we're going to make them sit still, and we're going to make him learn and and memorize and repeat shit that he's not interested in. That it's just literally causing him to feel broken because he doesn't care about it. He doesn't want to care, but he's forced to care anyway. And all he wants to do is do math because he's here to be a mathematician. And, and it's a very cookie cutter approach to creating factory workers. We're not designed the same. And, and I, I can't emphasize that enough. We're not designed the same. No two people. And it's important to understand that. You are not here to be someone else. I am not here to be someone else. I, I was trying to be someone else for 43 years. That's what caused all the pain. I was, I was measuring myself against an ideal, not against my authenticity and my, my individuality, my design, my uniqueness, my differentiators. It's a very painful way to live. Recently, I'm going to give you a couple examples of, of where this, this fits in to anchor this point. 
Um, today I had over the last couple of days, not just today, but over, over the last couple of days, I've had some, some powerful discussions with, with people, uh, clients, and uh, I'm, I'm interviewing for a director of operations role. And I've had, I've had a, a litany of, of, uh, of interviews over the last, over the last couple of days. And one thing I do with, with my interviews is when I'm, when I'm interested in in diving deeper with with a prospect, with somebody somebody I, you know I click with personality wise, somebody that I could see working with, I, I I get them to take an assessment, and and it's an assessment that that takes a look at your skills and your personality and your emotional intelligence and and your 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 motivators, and and it dives deep and gets gets just I mean it does a great job at really helping us understand ourselves at a deeper level. And in this in this one in this one assessment and and if you look at the qualifications and and if you look at you know what you really want in a good operations person, you want someone who's based on stability and predictability and expansion and growth and improvement and you want them. You want them to be. You want them to be somewhat stubborn, but you want them also uh, adept at change to make change when when change is required. But at the same time, you want them to build a system. You want them to build processes. You want them to build algorithms. You want them to build some a foundation that continues to just create prosperity and, and create new clients and create new programs and, and to, to just function without anyone forcing the function. What someone who's operations related, who's very operationally minded, it's not about being fueled by always. It's not always being fueled by money. It's being fueled by improvement, by, by growth, by excellence. It, it's, not, it's not being motivated necessarily by money. And when I was looking at, I had this, this fellow that I was interviewing and I really, I clicked with him and it was, it was really cool. We had a great conversation and, 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 and we're going to have a follow-up at the same time. It, it, I had him take this assessment and his, his, money motivation was really, really low. And I mean, really low. And, and what that tells me is for him and, and, and looking at his different, different motivators, he, he wants to be, he wants to be an independent person. He wants a sense of individuality. So he wants some autonomy. He wants to work in an, in an awesome environment. He wants to work in an awesome culture and he wants to be around people and he wants to do life with people. Those are his motivations. Those are the, those are the things that, that excite him. Those are the things that, that light him up. But if you look at his money motivation, it's really low. And he wants to build predictability and systems. Those are the things he's motivated, but motivated by, but his, his money motivation is really, really low. And that's an awesome operations person. 
So if, if you take a look at the, in, in some sense, the personal development space, if you look at, if you look at the, um, we can call it success gurus, right? Most of the success gurus, and I call them, you know, in, in, in terms of the ones that really push the envelope, the hustle whores and grind gurus. If you look at the, the hustle whores and grind gurus, what they'll teach you is that if you don't want like infinite amounts of wealth and success, then you're broken or something wrong with you. Your motivation is wrong. It's broken and you're lazy and you need, you need to, you know, you need to figure out where your motivation is and you need to create that motivation because if you don't want more, you're broken or something wrong with you. And, and when you look at it, it's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's just that you're motivated by something completely different. That's it. You're motivated by a different purpose. You're motivated by a different quality of life. You're motivated by something different. Maybe you're motivated by passion, by purpose, and money doesn't light your soul up. Money is an outcome of doing those first two things. Maybe you don't jump out of bed every day to go and make more money. You go, you jump out of bed to create more impact. And by creating more impact, it makes more money. But the money is not why you get out of bed. But there are some people, sure as shit, that get out of bed to make money. And that's cool. They're motivated by money. They're money motivated. That is okay. That is awesome. We need those people in the world. But we also need people that are fueled and motivated by purpose, fueled and motivated by people, fueled and motivated by passion, fueled and motivated by being social creatures. We need we need people that are motivated by different things. We need people that are motivated to learn. We need people that are motivated to create beauty. We need people that are motivated across different dimensions than anybody else. And if you measure yourself and measure the quality of your motivation against the quality of someone else's motivation, and you feel broken because you're not like them, you're measuring yourself and you're, you're, you're trying to force yourself to be a cookie cutter, to be cookie cutter like, like the system, like the education system has, has set us up to be, where we're creating 40-hour factory workers, or we're creating, you know, hustle whores, the hustle whores and grind gurus are trying to, trying to create as many freaking driven people that are all stressed out and killing themselves to, you know, to, to, to build their wealth. That's okay. Either way, if you're money motivated, that works for you. It's good. I'm not that guy. I'm fueled and motivated by impact. I'm fueled and motivated by, by improvement in the world. I'm, I'm fueled and motivated by by working with people. I, I, I'm not, as my wife says, I'm not, a, we, we have two cats and one's like a really social cat and one's a little standoffish. And she says, she says, we're not lonely cats in this world or in this family. We like to do things with people and work with people. We're, we're people motivated. We're impact motivated. Do I love money? Absolutely. Am I money motivated? No. But I am passion and purpose motivated. I am impact motivated. And that creates wealth. That has created wealth in my life. 
but I'm not money motivated. Money's not going to get me out of bed, but changing someone's life will. What, when you understand that you, I'm going to get back to the, the reason for why I'm saying this, is because if you, if you compare yourself and what you want in the world to what anybody else wants, if you look at yourself and you, you, you look at your motivators and you compare your motivators to what anybody else is motivated by and you feel broken because you're not like them, you're missing the point. You're, you're getting rid of and you're dismissing your authenticity. You're dismissing your individuality. You're dismissing the fact that you're one of one in a world of eight, 8 billion people. And there's no one like you. And that is your genius. That is your miracle. There's no one like you in this world. You can't compare yourself to anyone. One of the guys in, in this conversation happened today. One of the guys in my inner circle, in my happy millionaire inner circle, we sat down and we, we have, we have a uh, coffee every, uh, every Tuesday morning. And we, we just, we just kind of hang out and we jam and it's, it's an awesome connection. And what he's struggled with over time, what he struggled with is that he doesn't, he doesn't make decisions and he doesn't get enthusiastic and he doesn't want to do things that he doesn't want to do just for the sake of making money. And over time, he's felt broken. He's, he looks at his group of friends and, and some of his friends are multimillionaires with these huge businesses. And, and, and this, this fella has a really nice business. He has a really successful business. He's got a really, really nice, well-oiled business that's creating and, 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 and dropping, dropping change to the bottom line. I mean, it's, it's constantly just, it's constantly making money and he's got a team and it's awesome, but it's not at the same level as his, uh, as his, as his peers, as his people, as his friends. And, and his friends will do shit that they don't want to do. They will go where they don't want to go. They will work when they don't want to work, all for the sake of making money in their business. And, and my guy doesn't want to do that, and he feels broken because he doesn't want to do that. And it sounds just like me. Because we got 85 years to live, and I feel that that is foolish to do shit that you don't want to do, to go places you don't want to go, to work when you don't want to work, all for the sake of something that you don't need in your life. When you have a pile of cash and, and you're, sitting on, you're sitting on wealth to, to make your life miserable, to make your life hard, for the sake of accumulation of something that's just excess, that's just increased margin, that's just more on top of the pile, to me, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Maybe it makes sense to you. Maybe, maybe that's so useful in your life. Maybe, maybe that lights you up and that's cool. We're just motivated by different things. That doesn't mean you're broken and it doesn't mean I'm broken. And my guy that, that I have coffee with, 
He's not broken either. And, and the work that I do with him is just to, to start to squeeze what his purpose and what his motivations are, what his preferences are. What does he want to do with his life? How does he want to show up in his life? Where does he want to go in his life? Not, not what should he, not where, not what are, or what are his friends doing? What does he want to do? He is one of one in a world of 8 billion people. So it, it's, it's about closing your eyes, stop comparing, and going inside and figuring out what you're here to do with your life. Because you're a miracle. There was a one in 400 trillion chance you were going to be born, and yet you were born. And inside of you is a dream. Inside of you are preferences. Inside of you are motivations. Inside of you is a purpose. Inside of you is a destiny. And it's about finding those things in you, not looking outside of you. You're not going to find those in any freaking training course. You're not going to find the, the definition. You're not going to find everything in that you you are here to do in, in a book. There are helpful guides that help you and, and help you see some things that could be true for you, but ultimately you have to find them in you and identify them. And don't be surprised when they don't look like everyone else because you're not anyone else. You are one of one in a world of 8 billion. My entire life started when I was, it feels like my, my entire life really started when I was 43 years old, when I hit the reset, because that's when I shamelessly dropped any identification of who I should be in this world and started adopting who I wanted to be in this world. And that's when my, it feels like my heart grew like, like the Grinch, right? My, my heart grew 10 sizes and, and I got to, I started to express myself because that's what I've always wanted to do. I, I love speaking. If you can't tell, I love speaking and I love expressing myself, sharing my, sharing my wisdom, sharing my guidance, sharing my knowledge, sharing my experiences. I love expressing myself. I love standing up in front of a room and moving the freaking needle on everybody's wealth, success, and happiness in that room by helping them realize they're perfect as they are. And all they have to do is find their perfection, harness it, and utilize it for the greater good, for the benefit of everyone. When you do that, you can't lose and everything expands. Your success, your wealth, your happiness, your joy, your love, your prosperity, all of it. Your health, it just increases when you get in your zone and you just shamelessly live in that zone. And if there's people flailing around outside of their zone and they're just struggling and they're just full of stress and that's, that's not your path, you don't, need to, you don't need to fix them and you don't need to... You don't need to get them to stop. All you need to do is find your zone, get in it, and stay there. That's what you were always here to do. Get in your lane and live soul out. When you realize that you are perfectly imperfect, just like all the rest of us, 
And what you want is perfect for you. And what you're after is perfect for you. And who you want to be is perfect for you. When you recognize that all of this is already inside you, that's when your life will become easy, effortless, and a whole lot of fun. And and while everyone around you is struggling to survive, struggling to succeed, struggling to create wealth that's just an accumulation of excess by doing things that they hate and going where they don't want to go and doing what they don't want to do, let them. And in the process, find your lane, find your zone, and find your joy. And that's when your life will really, really begin. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.